But yeah, no, I mean, I I wanted to buy a ticket, and I completely, I, I wanted to buy a ticket, and I completely forgot. I even said to my daughters, I was like, oh, I'm going to take some, because I never have cash. One of my daughters was like, yo, you got some cash? She was like, yeah. I said, yeah, we're going to play the lottery. Y'all gonna be, I was like, y'all going to pick some numbers, and I'm going to pick some numbers. And I completely forgot yeah. about that shit. And that was on Saturday, and I completely forgot about it, because that's when, that that's a ticket from a Saturday drawing, right? Um, if I'm not mistaken. Nah, the shit that hit was on um on Monday. Monday? Oh, okay. Well, either way, I yeah. I know I said it before. I thought Powerball was on. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I said I was gonna pa- get one. I think the Powerball be running like three, four times a week now. So nah, like they was twice. The Mega runs twice, and um, the Powerball runs no. twice. No, I know it runs at least three, cause the, the shit. Three? I thought they, it was they, twice. I thought um, Mega was on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and or something. The other one was on Wednesdays and Saturdays, or some shit like that. Nah, it, it, it changed because because that's um because when I saw it, I was like, that might be why trying I was to grab all the bread. They trying to grab up all the bread because they had. When was November? On, um, so this was um when was November seventh? Yeah, they draw that shit on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday now. Oh, okay. So the Monday was November 7th, okay. Yeah, and the thing about shit like that, like, to me, it's like, yeah, you, like, to me, it's like, you put out some money, get some tickets and shit, and the best part of, like, playing the Mega Millions or the Powerball, or any, like, like, really slim chance of hitting a jackpot shit, is the feeling that you have when the shit is so huge, and you might be sitting with your family, or sitting with your people, sitting with your girl, sitting with whoever, like, yo, Imagine if you hit this, oh, I would do this, this, whatever. To me, it's like just a conversation piece for real because niggas ain't hitting that shit. You know what I'm saying? You you know what I'm saying? You got a better chance of... Because I'm looking at at these numbers. None of these are my numbers because normally if you picking numbers, you picking birthdays and birth years for the most part. So the the numbers... Mm -hmm. Were 10, 33, 41, 47, 56, and then the Powerball number was 10. 10 so I would have yeah. never picked. I would have never picked the same. You know what I'm saying? I would never pick the Powerball number twice, right? Yeah. I would never pick yeah. it as a regular number. Then pick it as a. I would have never done yeah. that. Because so. with me, like I play, like I play my birth month, birthday, and um, since my birth year is 81, and it's like you know, it's not, it's too high. I make it at 18 and they make that my little little Powerball and shit. And then I'll play like my mother's birthday. And she was born in 47, so the 47 right. hit. And my, mo- my mother's birthday is... Mother's birthday is tomorrow, actually. Uh, it's November 10th, so I would have got the 10 and the 47, and I wouldn't have got paid shit. I just had like two out of the So, like, yeah, I play that, and then I might do some other random shit, but that's rare. And I only play that shit when it's like Dumb high and motherfuckers like yo, let's go get some tickets and niggas talk shit. But yeah, man, I would I would give this to the people, you know. I would be fly, but I wouldn't even like you know. I would do good things, you know. what I'm saying motherfuckers all turn into like philanthropists and shit. Well, not everybody, but a lot of niggas I know just trying to trick God and letting them win and shit. I mean, I be I be guilty of the same shit. But like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I wouldn't get a whole bunch of bitches and put them on an island and shit and have them do like you know. 
degrading things. No, I wouldn't do that at all. I would build a school Lies. for children. <laughs> you know Lies. what I'm saying? But I gotta say, the older I get, I probably wouldn't do the the shit I would have did like before shit. But there would be some of that. But yeah, nah, yo, shout out to whoever did win the lottery. You know, God bless. Um, yeah, somebody in um, somebody in California. Yeah, shout out to them. And there was I a saw, thing I'm with looking that for the, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the breakdown because I saw that it breaks down from two billion down to six hundred and fifty million. But I'm looking for so I can tell you exactly how it broke down. I thought I thought I thought the the one lump was like nine hundred, pretty much. Nah, okay, so the first thing is they take the federal tax, so you get the supplemental rate. Um, you get the supplemental rate. They take 24% off the top, they said. Right, so they take that right. So um, so it becomes 929.1 million if received as an upfront lump sum cash. So you already lost a billion, basically, for the mm-hmm. most part, in taxes. And then it's California, because it was sold in California. California has 41% state taxes or something crazy like that. So after that, it broke down from... um, So, okay, wait. A 24% federal tax supplement rate will reduce the 929 by $223 million. And then... um, Well, sorry, it's 37% flat. Because you over a threshold, it goes from 37 down to 24 down to 22, the supplemental rate. It's, it's broken down in tiers. And then this year um, applies the income above 530. Yeah, so it ends up being like, come on, where is that? Oh, there it is. Would be due. So then another 13% or about $120.8 million would be due to IRS that would translate into $343.8 million going to federal coffers in all leaving you with 585.3 million. I don't know. I which saw is. 650, which is crazy, but yeah. <laughs> which is sometimes why you see like they nigga, you made two billion, but you only actually have 585 million liquid. Now to some people, they're like, nigga, you still got 585, but nigga, when you made two billion, you're like, damn, bro. You, you know the crazy shit? It's like the one lump sum is like what niggas is gonna take, but mm-hmm. with the shit being as high as it would be, like pretty much two billion dollars, that's like two. Th- that's that's fucking. Oh, could they could they do like a thirty year thing? Thirty like year annuity. T- uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So you would be getting a check for damn near sixty seven million dollars every fucking year for the next thirty. Now that's before the taxes and all that shit come out, but it's like. That's a lot of fucking. That's a lot of fucking money and shit. Yeah, but that thirty years shit. I mean, listen, I'm forty six. I'm I'm cool giving my shit up front, Playboy. Even yeah. if I was, even if I was twenty, giving my shit up front. But the thing is, it's like it's crazy. It's it's crazy. But I'm saying it's like it's so much money mm-hmm. that unless you had like some super duper crazy grandiose plans that like were like out of this fucking world. You could legitimately just get that sixty-seven million and break it down with the taxes and shit. But yeah, then, I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust the government. Yeah, I don't trust the government because what happens is you can't pass the winnings off, right? Well, so you can't. Well, oh, you can now. I, I read that you. I read that in most cases you can't pass it off until you die. 
so it can go slow, but, but but it will de- but it will like go to like your airs and shit. So it's like fucking that's just you know just keep going and going and going, and it kind of cuts out the uh the need for you to like be responsible for all of that money at once, like. Because, you know, motherfuckers really talk about if they're going to win a lottery and shit. I'm like, your first thing I'm going to do is this. I'm like, nigga, if I was about to get fucking a half a billion dollars after taxes and shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. So I'm going to have to sit down somewhere with, like, fucking lawyers and financial advisors, accountants, whoever the fuck. So I would even know the first thing about how to have that much money. You know what I'm right, saying? Where to put it, where to put it. Like, nigga, you just go, ah, nigga, put it all in my Bank yeah. of America. <laughs> exactly, because I, I told, because, like, because sometimes I go to a lot, go, where I go, because it's a thing, they go to a lot, get a lottery, and I'm in Alabama and shit. Luckily, I go to Tennessee board in about, like, 20 minutes, but on a ride out there, I might go with my cousin or, or somebody else and shit. Uh, friends, and we go out there, and, like, I tell my friend, and I always, like, if I, I buy like that shit, but I might buy one of, like, the smaller lottery, like, the local lottery shit thing. That's like maybe like five, six million dollars just cause, because like whatever shit. And I told motherfucker, I was like, yo, if I won like five, if I won like five million dollars, I could talk to some people, but that ain't the type of money that like a motherfucker with like some decent sense or like a little bit of knowledge or could do a little research can like you know know what know what to do with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not my mind's not gonna be blown off like a couple. Which is, I don't have a couple million dollars, but it's just. But you can concept you can conceptualize yeah, how to maneuver you know, with that. Yeah, you can kinda of know where to put this, where to put that, set up this, that, whatever. But like a half a billion, that shit crazy. But yeah, shout out to whoever won that shit. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the store owner. Shout out to the store owner. They get a million dollars for mm, selling yeah, the shout out. Yep. So um just real mm-hmm. quick, we were just talking about if you pass, so this is for Powerball and Lottery. If you're entitled to ongoing lottery payments, those payments will continue to either a beneficiary or to your estate after you die. So yeah, you're right. You can't um they can't quote unquote inherit it. And that might be the safest option for I mean, if that shit is consistent and that shit's real, then that might be a safer option than getting the one love son. But yeah. yeah. I mean just because because if you cause, you know. I mean, think about the high potentiality of a motherfucker fucking that money up and shit. Mm-hmm. So if you give me $67 billion, ah, oh, fuck it up and shit. Ah, oh, I'll get another one. Ah, oh, fuck it up and shit. You know what I'm saying? January 1st. I mean, I know, it's, I know we still talk about taxes, but January 1st, every every year on the 1st, you get a $67 million deposit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Oh, but anyway, good Ooh, morning. You don't. Good at, Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you may be listening to this podcast. Welcome back to, oh, damn, I just fucked up that intro. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we're the better than you part. Coming to you another week. And you was about to say something on that? You don't. The, the first year, the first year you get is $28 million. Oh, you talking about after taxes based on $67 million? Mm-mm. You, they don't, you don't get $67 million. Basically, you get $28 million, then the next year is 5% more. It, it it goes up in increments. Every oh, time. so they stagger. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Right. So it's not. Okay, so that it's, makes it's, even more sense. Too. It's not a, a net sum like. It's not a. It's not an even amount. It's not divided over thirty years. Um, right. Evenly, got it. Yeah. So basically, comp 
like five percent compound interest on the twenty eight million, then the following year, then the following year, then the following year, then the following year. Then after that point, it'll add up to that. Okay, that even that makes even more sense because. Cause fuck it, if you, cause if I'm like, let's say I'm 20 years old, which I'm not, and I got my first check for like 67 million, be like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? But by the time a nigga like about to be 50, it's like, man, inflation is shit, man. This 67 million ain't shit. But, uh, <laughs> nah, nah, that's that. That's that. Bobby Bonilla feel. I guess you would know how Bobby Bonilla feels. <laughs> that's the <a> greatest couple <laughs> of all time. That was brilliant of that man. I love him. Uh, yeah, you ain't lying. You're not, I think, I think, you're not lying. When those when checks in, though? Um, 2020. Damn, I just looked at it because the date just passed like last month. I just looked at that shit. It's like 2025 or 2027, something like that. Uh, He's, he gets a million dollars on Bobby Bonilla Day, whatever that day is. I, I just, it just July passed. 1st. Oh, it was July 1st, whenever. July 1st. It, just, it passed or whatever, and I was just talking about it. That's hysterical. That's I don't. I mean, well, shout out to Bernie Madoff. That's the only reason that motherfucker they had them cut that deal. Oh shit! To uh, oh. 2035. Oh, 2035. Uh-huh. This but is yeah, good for you, Bobby. What you about to say, Joe? Oh, now I was saying, speaking of the Bobby Bonilla shit, I know uh, it was like like probably last week they was talking about Chris Bosh just got his last uh check from the Heat. He had oh. something where he was where he was getting like a. Yeah, they stretched it. Yeah, for about yeah, getting like a little million and two million a couple million, whatever it was and shit. Yeah, to pay the rest of the shit. Cool, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. My bad. I was um trying to pull up something on my thing and I wasn't paying attention. I'm still trying to pull it up. Um la yesterday, yesterday, I hope everybody went out and voted. Hopefully you did. Especially y'all in Atlanta, boy. Oh, mm, mm. <laughs> I don't know what's going on out here in America. I don't know what's going on out here in America, but I hope y'all voted. Um, I don't know. Where do we want to start with this? Well, actually, let's just start because we, we we were talking about Georgia. We could just start in Georgia. Um, the Senate the Senate race that happened. There's several races. I'm just focusing on the Senate and I'll go through the others. But Ralph Warnock basically versus Herschel Walker. I know we, we were tracking it through the night and I kept sending stuff to a bunch of people where Herschel Walker was literally in the league. And I'm assuming probably that um, the counties in Atlanta came in late where uh, initially Herschel Walker was ahead, was leading. But I think by this morning, when I woke up this morning, I saw Joe, I saw you send it. Or maybe sometime late last night that Ralph Warnock had pulled ahead and currently right now with 49.4% of the vote is in the lead over Herschel Walker with 48.5% of the vote. And one of the more closer races that I didn't think would be that close, to be honest with you, but it mm-hmm. is it is a close race given Herschel Walker's, um, I don't even know how to describe his rhetoric and his quotes. Um, but I'm assuming that's what happened. That's a lot of the Atlanta area precincts came in later on that night, probably after I went to sleep and woke up in the morning and Ralph Warnock had pulled in. So as we stand right now, I think there's going to, well, I know, I know for a fact, there's going to be a runoff, correct? Is that, am yeah. I saying that correct? Yeah. Right. Yes, so there'll be, a, yeah, there'll be a runoff and hopefully Brian voted. Now nah, I know he voted. I saw his, um, his, um, his uh, Facebook page. I know he voted, but um, hopefully, Ralph Warnock, and I don't even know if Ralph Warnock is, is the better 
choice. I just know you can't have the you can't have the you can't have the motherfucker that said China's China's bad and brown. I'm mad that he said that, but I just that is just one of that was just something that really stuck out. Not that it's the most important race. It was just the rhetoric that was happening around Herschel Walker and how viral some of the craziness he was saying went and for it to be that close is kind of why I just went to um went to that first. Um I don't know is there Joe, is there a specific one that we should maybe be race that was happening that, that you know the type of head that we should be looking at? I know you talked about Alabama, but I don't know if there was oh. something that was specific that maybe we should have focused on first or just kinda go roundabout and kinda speak about where we're at for the most part. Go ahead. No, I don't think anything, like, uh, really jumped out. I mean, the main thing is, like, I think there were a couple of, like, close enough races that is still in limbo. Who's right. Who's had control of the House? I mean, who had control of the Senate? The House, the Republicans got it. But, um, yeah, with, um, well, I think, yeah, I see well, 40, I see 40, I see 48 Republican, 46 Democrat, and then other parties, too. So, basically... The Republicans lost one seat, and the Democrats gained a seat from the Senate, from what I see. Yeah. And I got and then to the House, like, you said, yeah. Democrats, 184, GOP, 107. Go ahead, And I got to feel like if there's a runoff of Herschel Walker somehow, because I, I can't see that shit happening, yo. I can't see that shit happening. That he, win, that he wins, you say? Yeah, I mean, but it's close enough that you never know where the fuckheads might go, but yep. it's like, that shit is ridiculous. And shout out to uh, Dr. Oz, that motherfucker. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. He got- <laughs> mm-hmm. And he ran as a, a Republican, and then I saw some some of the things he was saying that none of his friends, quote-unquote, Oprah didn't back him. I'm thinking, Oprah's a Democrat, why would she back you? It goes against exactly. her party, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I mean, just real quick, governor, governors, um, 22 Democrats, 24 GOP, the Democrats picked the Democrats. Yeah, I said it right. The Democrats picked up two gov- gubernatorial races as well, and the Republicans lost two. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, nah, that, that shit fucking, uh, nah, 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 I was just thinking about that Dr. Oz shit. Yeah, let me, um, let me just look at that but, one real quick. But even, um, but even with him, even with him, he... Got a lot of votes. I mean, he got like forty-seven percent. Yeah. yeah, he got forty-seven. So John Fetterman from the, of the Democratic Party got fifty-point-six percent of the vote, and uh, Dr. Oz got forty-seven percent. Yeah. So he did pull. He did pull basically half. You know, half of uh. But when you look at how Pennsylvania is set up, the entire state is red, which are those small towns throughout, especially Western Pennsylvania. But then you get to the Philly, you get into Pittsburgh and you get into the Philly area where those are the major, the two major cities and they just put, they have the population so big, that's where the votes are really coming from the way that I'm looking at it right now on this map. And shout out to Google. They got it. They, they, I mean, maybe I'm used to just going to CNN, but Google has a nice setup to look at the, um, to look at the races, um, ongoing. Yeah. Uh, I do want to shout out really quick. Well, um, my old classmates, I've been going to school. We went to school from elementary to high school. Um, her husband, Wes Moore, became the governor of Maryland. And he won, kind of won, he won convincingly, if I'm not mistaken, as I try to pull this up. Uh, I just want to see it real quick. Did I get it? Okay, yeah. And he won, he with 60%, he got 60% of the vote. 
to be a governor of Maryland. Yeah. Carrie C. Carrie as a Democrat. He uh, Westmore. He also used to be the head of the Robin Hood Fund too. So he was. He's been um, in that in in the good graces of people for a while, especially knowing how to handle a lot of money and then dealing with a lot of money that puts you in contact with a lot of powerful people. So before beforehand, before he even decided to run, so he had been. But shout out to him and stuff like that. Um, and black governor of uh, Maryland. Yeah, it's a black governor in Maryland. Yep. Oh, that's dope. Ain't yeah, no black governor there. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, oh, okay, that's dope. That's dope. And you got anything? Okay. <laughs> no, I just want I don't want the CTE nigga to win. I really uh, don't. Let me see. <laughs> was was Jersey not voting? It's local local well, not, elections. Not, not Senate. Not Senate. Okay. No, no, we had local elections this year. Not a major. Okay. Well, ma- well, major to me, but to most people, it's not. That shit matters. Your local yeah. government matters more than your fucking your senators and these are people that work in your towns and fix your potholes and get you taken care of for you. And every time it happens, people don't never come out and vote. Like, nah, this is important. It's your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the BET Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. I see from uh, where I'm at, North Carolina... Shell Beasley, I didn't think she was going to win, but I did vote for her. Um, Ted Budd, the Republican, stayed in, stayed in place. And I knew I knew Kathy Manning um, and, uh, for the House was going to win. She was, at, um, she was at all the homecomings throughout all the HBCUs. So she was definitely pulling a lot of the, um, the black vote. Oh, for the house shit. The state. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> fuck, can't remember. Um, who the who was like a little outrage? It was a it was somebody who was running for office and like she was a black girl. She was twerking. I'm trying to remember what state that was. Oh man, I forgot. Um, fuck. What was she running for? I'm trying. I can't remember. I know she running for some kind of office and it was mad because she made a twerking video. We talked about it. But yeah, yeah, we did. Fuck. We did. I mean, we talked um, about it. Her name was Tierra Mac. Yeah, uh, Mac. What state? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Let me take a look at Rhode yeah. Island. Because the was, funny thing was, was, we talked about it, but she actually made good points after you get past, after you know, if you were able to get past the the, the twerking aspect of it. Come on, how come yeah, I can't remember Rhode Island? It, it, it was in the state senate. Like, she's the state senator. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I, don't, I may Rhode not Island. be able. To, yeah, I'm trying to see if I can see it. Oh, Sherry got the job. Don't worry about it. Rhode Island State no, Senate was, in 2021. Yeah, you said what? He, he, you said she got it? Yeah, because no, it, 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 it says right here, office Rhode Island State Senate since 2021. Yeah, no, she wasn't running for shit. She was already there. Oh, she was already there. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought she was running. Yeah, and then the State Senate, man. Fuck that shit. Nah, you got to start something. I don't want You got to start yeah, something. Oh, yeah. You do. You do. Oh, you she, she started in, in ending there. <laughs> Damn, Joe. Because you know who I feel bad for? Well, not really. I don't really feel bad for him. It's a uh, um, Beto O'Rourke. The nigga lost again. Boy, he got no luck. <laughs> I know he In keep Texas? trying though. Yeah, keep trying now. He ran for, he ran for governor. He had no chance, yo. I know it's a step down. He, he gonna be running for mayor soon. Uh, yeah. Mayor P had it popping for a minute till. They found out he was gay, and I think he might have been. I don't know if he would have been good, but he had a. I liked. I liked his talking points. And you know, a lot of this shit with politics is 
how you present and how you look and if you could talk real good, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so he's doing he, he get, he getting his bread, yo. People just getting his bread. He in the fucking, uh, in the cabinet and shit. Who, uh, oh, Yeah. Oh, shout out to him, man. He ain't sweating shit. That nigga, the Secretary of Transportation, he getting oh. mad kicked back <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah, nigga flying everywhere for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, oh, taking man. this husband with him unless he dropped him. Get a new Ooh. one. <laughs> shit like that. That's crazy. Um, okay, let's get into it. Kyrie Irving. All right, so this all kind of transpired probably right after we finished recording last week's pod. Um <sighs> The first thing I'll say, I'm I'm just going to kind of give a synopsis of what happened, and I'll just preface it by saying, I didn't see the specific clip that Kyrie had that he shared, but I'll just I'll start there. But he Kyrie came under fire for sharing a clip, a specific clip from the film, well, excuse me, from the documentary Hebrew Hebrews to Negroes, Hebrew. Wake Hebrew. Up Wake Up Black America, which you can see on Amazon. Um, the film is based on a 2015 book of the same title, which says it promotes anti-Semitic tropes and bogus claims, including one which says the Black Hebrews Israelite community are the true descendants of biblical Israelites. And the movie also alleges a global Jewish conspiracy to oppress Black people and that Jews were partially to blame for the African slave trade. So... Kyrie shared a specific part of that video and came under fire from the media and from the Jewish community and others as well to apologize as they viewed it as anti-Semitic and they were calling for him to to apologize. He had a follow-up interview where he did not apologize but offered context and explanation of why he shared it and what the film was and what, what it was about, why he was sharing it and did not apologize to the NBA indefinitely suspending him, starting with a five game suspension to which within that five game, I'll call it moratorium. He ended up apologizing for offending any of the Jewish community and so on and so forth. I think by Friday, would be the end of the suspension if I'm not mistaken. Either tomorrow or Friday would be the end of the Well, actually, I don't know because I don't know if it's been five games, but whatever the fifth game is, it'll be by this weekend at the most. Because as the Knicks are playing the Nets, he's not playing tonight right now. So um, I just wanted to start there. And like I said, I did not see, and I don't know if any of you saw the specific clip that he shared. But I'll go to you first, uh, Joe, before I follow up with anything else. Oh, I didn't see any particular clip, but I don't really okay. have to uh, to uh to to get where you know motherfuckers coming from and shit. Mm-hmm. I think it's some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That the man is suspended, um, for sharing that shit on his um his Twitter, or whatever the fuck, Instagram, whatever the fuck, he shared that shit because I feel as though it's like free speech to, to share some shit like that. But then again, you know what it is. It's like fucking Kyrie sharing that shit it, he, he should have known what was going to happen because like the shit said talking about the Jewish conspiracy 
you can't say shit about no Jewish people. Just like you can't say shit about no gay people. But you definitely can't say shit about no Jewish people because they're motherfuckers that's controlling this, that, whatever. Hell, the fucking, um, I mean, I'm not sure how many Jewish owners are in the league, but I'm pretty sure there's a there's, there's a few. And then you got Adam well, Silver. He's well, Jewish. we can start, I was about to say, we can start with the um, commissioner himself being Jewish and the previous commissioner. And there is a very he- uh, heavy Jewish influence at the top end of the NBA structure as well. Jewish and Italian. There's a lot of Italians that work for the NBA, but just in saying that, but there, there is ketchup. Yeah, and I mean, so I mean, I think Kyrie should know there's going to be some backlash, but I don't think it's going to be like this. And um, it's like, it's bullshit, though. It's, it's, it's total bullshit because Kyrie sharing that shit ain't no worse than these niggas that be dressing up like samurais and shit. And that'd be downtown North fucking on a black Israelite shit talking about, you know, this, that, whatever. Fucking, and shout out to my nigga Mark Stoudemire, yo. I believe he came out and um, defended uh, yep, he did. He did. some shit, you know what I'm saying? And and, and folks, like, and, and as much as people, as much as, and I, and you know what, it, I think it's real bullshit because I think, like, historically it was, like, proven and shown that, like, these original Hebrews were people of color, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're the darkest niggas in the world, but they at least had tans and shit. They was at least Colin Kaepernick, if darker, you know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas was, like, under the sun. These is these is black folks and shit. And these white-ass Jews, you know, they get offended when motherfuckers bring that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like Right, because you're, ta- you're talking about the Ashkenazi Jews, if we want to give the real history. We don't have to go deep into it, but I, I, know, yeah. I do know about that part of it. Yeah, yeah but... Now that's bullshit, but like I haven't seen, I saw an article that said that you got GMs, I don't think they named themselves and shit, that say that Kyrie may be done in playing in the NBA. And I'm like, he's fucking nuts, yo. Let this nigga cook. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know the way the world is now and shit, but Kyrie talking his shit and standing on different shit that he believed, to me, it's no different than the motherfuckers did that shit before. You know what I'm saying? Like, you read my dude's your bars, your fucking Jim Browns, your Muhammad Ali's, fucking um, R.I.P. Bill Russell. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't no different. Motherfuckers hated them niggas for talking that shit. Just like they hate Kyrie for talking this shit. You know what I'm saying? And the way they done came at Kyrie, you got all these other niggas in the league that fucking gonna put their whole black pride aside and just go with the flow just so they don't end up like that nigga. And it's bullshit. Right. And I, and I wonder what Ant say about it, because I think it's bullshit. I think he should let Kyrie Cook play his game, talk his shit. He ain't hurt nobody. Mm. Well, he did. He hurt a whole community. And they take real, real offense to anything that you say is anti-Semitic. Like I said before in the last podcast, they get real particular about this shit because the last time mistruths were spread about Jewish people. A lot of them died. That film, like I said, it's three and a half hours long. I ain't watch it. I know somebody who did. Just had a conversation with him. I was like, can you just point out to me some inaccuracies about it? I'd rather not get into all the long, drawn-out detail. Let's kind of just get to the gist of it. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the things, like, they, the film had quotes from both Henry Ford and Adolf Hitler. 
it's not a good look. And they kind of went with the conspiracy theory that Jews faked the Holocaust. Kind of hard to fake six million people. They got filled with mass graves and everything to that degree. I understand this. I get it. And look, and my thing with the whole situation is that Kyrie's wrong and the league's wrong. I, I've been working in offices for the majority of my life. When there's a problem or someone's not performing up the task, you, you do set certain standards for them to do. But you do that shit in private. This is what you have to do. This is your performance review. This you have to do to make sure you stay in the good graces of so on and so forth. The fact that the Nets made that shit so public, it, that was unnecessary. Like, at that point, they were trying to shame him. They were wrong for that. And with Kyrie, like, they ask you a very simple question. Are you anti-Semitic? Don't get cute the fucking answer. It's yes or it's no. Like, you don't dance around the middle with that. And people, like, are upset because, like, you know, how come the other people in the league aren't speaking out about it? How come we don't have Kyrie's back? My thing is that this is a fucking Kyrie problem. This ain't got shit to do with me. I didn't say nothing. I didn't post nothing. If you ask me that question, the answer is no. If you don't want to know anything else, you go ask him. This has nothing to do with my thoughts, my feelings about none of this shit. But they're trying to make it a bigger issue than what it is. The thing with Kyrie is that I understand that you mentioned like Russell and Ali and Brown and something like that. That nigga's not them. Do not in any way, shape, or form choose this nigga as your messiah. As I said before, He's, he's Native American with Muslim tendencies who's African-American who has an ankh on his ring. He don't know what the fuck he want. And to expect him to all of a sudden to, like, to be your guy, to be the he's not that guy. He's a guy who's, who, who believes he's smarter than what he is. And in that, he takes things and if he believes in it strongly enough, he runs with it. Because that got him jammed up last year with the COVID thing. If you don't believe in a vaccine, just shut the fuck up about it. Like I said, last year he didn't post, he didn't say anything, but he posted a video about, you know, it's microchips in the in the vaccine. It's going to cause this. It's going to cause that. He, he didn't just 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 put it up on Instagram. Just call it a day. Just like this, the moment you put it up there, you got to stand on that. You got to speak on that because it's just saying something. It's kind of like seeing a dude, anybody, like running around with a red "Make America Great" hat. You don't need to know their politics. You just kind of see from that. Like I kind of get a sense of where you stand. Yeah, you're aligning yourself with right. this. Right. And and if you don't if, if you don't feel like having a conversation with me to kind of give me clarity or context on why you do it, because you might honestly feel that you might think the way to make America great again is to build together and so on and so forth. I that that might possibly be true. It might be. But from everyone I've seen wearing that hat, they've acted a particular way. So if I see you with that, I'm going to think the same thing. Kyrie didn't have to say a word. Once he put it up there. He made a stance, and all the time he was talking, he never put real, like, clarification about what it was about what he saw that he felt to be true, that he wanted to put this out there. I don't think he's dangerous. I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I think Kyrie is, a, is an intellectually curious person. He wants to know these things. He wants to learn the truth. Remember, this is the same nigga that was for a while saying, that, hey, man, the earth is flat. He stood on that shit. At that point, I'm like, all right. I get your curiosity, but we might be going a touch too far. <laughs> like we we know this bitch is round, man. We're not we're not going to do this with you. But that's what you get with an intellectually curious person. They find things and just sticks with them, and they got to just like I need to find the truth. I need to find the truth. I need to find the truth. And he feels that this thing here was the truth, and there might have been aspects in that film that might have been true. 
but the other ones were just so wildly inaccurate. It's going to hurt those other people that recognize, like, this is the shit that got us killed last time. We don't want no parts of this. So, am I a fan of Kyrie as a basketball player? Absolutely. Am I a fan of his uh, mental capacities? Nah, because they tend to be a bit scattered. The issue that you're always going to have with a guy like that, and do and the thing about is he going to be back in the league? Actually, it's kind of 50-50, because they, they don't have no problem blackballing somebody, because in reality, I know it's talent, but, like, if you think of them as, like, you know, overkeepers or slave owners, to them, they're like, we'll find another nigga. It's fine. No stress at all. But do I think that he is... I don't think he's genuinely bad. I think he's just a bit confused. And even he said on his Instagram post, he was apologizing, said he spoke out of emotion. If you're going to have a topic like this, you really have to be very clear and concise about what you're saying, what you intend to say, and the meaning of what you're saying. You can't say, I did this shit out of emotion. You cannot do that. But I wish the man all the best, though. It's going to be a long road, but we're going to see. Well, I mean, with with Kyrie, like, we just had like four years of a president that said whatever the fuck he wanted to say. Yeah, I said that and last. You st- and you still got some politicians that be riding his coattails if they in a red enough state. You know what I'm saying? So Hershey hey, right there. Yeah. So I mean, like Kyrie talking his, like Kyrie with his shit. I feel like all of his shit that he puts out there is well, not everything, but a lot of the shit like that shit. I don't think it was some shit that like, oh, fuck these Jews as much as black folks know that you come from this, that, whatever, from power and shit. Know that you was this. Know that motherfucker, you were not just, you know, some some slaves that got grabbed over here and got beaten and had Jim Crow and shit and had all your leaders killed. And now we, you know, got some motherfuckers that get money, but most niggas still in the hood and shit. I feel is so what I mentioned like fucking like Muhammad Ali and Jim Brown and Kareem and Bill Russell, all them folks, it's more so like just standing up for like black people and shit. And I think this is Kyrie's version of doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, black people, look at this. I don't think he was like, hey Jews, look at this, y'all ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all is evil. But like, hey black folks, look at this. Motherfuckers say that we this, that, whatever and shit, and that we should wake up. And like you said, there might have been a whole bunch of extra bullshit in there that got him got him hemmed up. And if Kyrie really sat down, watched it, and dissected the shit like to like a T, he may have thought differently about, you know, actually putting that shit up there and says he's taking like pieces from it. But I pretty much think that Kyrie had good intentions with that shit. And as far as being smarter than he thinks, I don't like to put that on motherfuckers. I like I I don't like to I don't like to evaluate motherfuckers intelligence too much unless I unless I see him doing like just the dumbest shit in the world like like just the dumbest dumbest shit in the world like then it's like but I don't think Ky- Kyrie has done anything too out of the realm of like you know belief for me to call him stupid even that flat earth shit you know what I'm saying like motherfuckers you got motherfuckers that believe that shit and I don't even know how much Kyrie believe that shit as much as he wanted to make motherfuckers think about some shit why it could be. So Kyrie challenging motherfuckers to think about shit is cool with me. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what it is. And he is well spoken. And he does think about his shit before he puts his shit out there. Maybe not totally all the way through, but it's something. 
And I respect that shit, yo. That's my thoughts on Kyrie Irving. <laughs> well, I'll say this. I think yeah, the only thing, the only, I don't want to say pushback, but I think the only um, incorrect thing is whoever gave you that information, there isn't um, the um, the sentiment of the Holocaust not happening isn't in the film. It's That's just rhetoric from the person whose name is, uh, I just had it, Robert, Robert, Ronald, excuse me, Ronald Dalton has expressed outside of that. So there's been, he's had that rhetoric. So because he represents that, that to me is what really this is all about. It's not about the film itself. People looked into who made the film and they looked into his rhetoric. And once they found within his rhetoric that he said um, that the Holocaust didn't exist, even if it's taken out of context, the fact that he uttered those words and in the way that he uttered them, they're just saying it's anti-Semitic because even when you, they're just saying that, that the, the film is anti-Semitic, but they haven't said what's anti-Semitic about the film. This is my same, yeah. I go back to my same frustration with the Kanye situation. I'm of the African-American culture. I know when my culture is offended. If you want me to un- have understanding, then tell me what was in the film that was offensive to your culture. You can't just look at it and say, that's anti-Semitic. But right? that's how they do it. That's how they do it. Alex, but, right, like but, when we do it but when we do it, we say, this is, you see, regardless of who I'm going to name, regardless if you align with them or not, we see Van Jones, Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, whoever you want to name, um, um, uh, what's the black girl, the light-skinned black girl that's always on scene, and I forgot her name. They're Angela always, Rocha, Angela Rice. Right. They're always on there explaining this is racist and this is racist. Why? So I want the but, same energy for that community. This is anti-Semitic and this is anti-Semitic because this right here is what it is. But see, that's the difference, Alex. Like every every other race of people or like religion or creed, whatever the fuck this shit is, they don't get held to that to that kind of fucking standard and shit. And I say this, sometimes there's been some black people that jump and say, oh, this shit is racist. And they was like, and they was kind of jumping the gun, like, nigga, come on. Right. Blah, 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 and, we're, and, we'll be, and we'll be able to gauge that and say, hold on, bro, you, that's, you, you just, you, you're nitpicking right now. That ain't, that ain't that, but I got you. Go ahead. I know, because what, 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 that's, be, that's because we, like, we have a different standard that we get held to. And the thing is this, it's all, and we are like the, we, we are the minority in terms of, and, and we are the minority in terms of, like, the people, and even more so in terms of just the power. Like, when motherfuckers talk about, like, power, it's about, like, voting power, and, like, but well, not even voting power as much as, like, the fucking, like, economic, like, uh, economic power and shit. You know, not, and, like, the, and the motherfuckers that be, like, uh, you know, having what I forget exactly what they call, it, but you know the political shit that mm-hmm. be having the um having the lobbyists. It ain't no like with lobbyists and all this money shit going out there. It's like we are low on that shit. We got spending power. We can make shit fly, but in terms of that kind of power, you don't have that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why you can't say. That's why it's like, oh, you can't say the f word. You know what I'm saying? For like gay people. You know what I'm saying? You gotta mm-hmm. watch how you talk about Jews. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch what you say about Asians to 
to a certain extent. Like motherfuckers mm-hmm. been only beating up Asians and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it, it's, just, it's, just, it's just it's just a different standard. It's a different I standard, so. and that's and that's what we get in America, man. And I motherfuckers so. still, yeah. Because you gotta think, man. You gotta think. Think about all the white folks you know, unless they really grew up around some black folks and shit like that. And even then, they could be off. But if they grew up around some black folks, then maybe they may kind of sort of listen to what a black person got to feel. You know, they might try to understand what a black person feel. But if not, they don't, yo. Motherfuckers is rappers and athletes and shit are fucking criminals. And if you ain't one of them shits, then motherfuckers think about you as, oh, he's a good one. Or you the exception to some kind of fucking rule, yo. And I done been around fucking some crack-ass crackers that didn't express that sentiment to me. Like, oh, man, you like, you smart. You not from the ghetto. You mm-hmm. this, that, whatever and shit. Mm-hmm. I've been around, I've been some real crack-ass crackers that you would expect that shit from. And I've been around some fucking motherfuckers that's quote-unquote educated and fucking raised right and shit that still had that same fucking sentiment. To be like, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, really. And I've always been someone to challenge motherfuckers on that shit. That's why I really keep too many white fucking friends. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, but it, but it's it's like that. You know what I'm saying? Folks don't be saying that, oh man, you one of those good Asians. No. So, so, so fucking everybody in the world, I mean everybody in America, you either one of them kung fu Asians or you one of them fucking scholarly Asians and shit. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't be shocked if you were good Asian or you know what I'm saying, this, that, whatever. And with Jewish people, ain't no one shocked that the Jewish person is fucking has good manners or this that. No, it's, it's yo, man. It, it's just gonna be that fucking. That's just America, man. That's just it's America, crazy. yo. And 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 and, the, and we always sum it up to the same thing. This is America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And I'm gonna sum it up to what I've been saying. The Jews are Omar walking down the street and and like like in the wire. That's how the that's how I, sure. that's how I view this situation. With the shoddy, right? And everybody's running. He mm. gets to walk slowly and freely as if carrying that weapon down the block is not illegal. Like, yeah. Pick me running, be like, Omar coming, Omar mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Omar show up. You know, the guy that had a shoddy order, the shot. I see Omar, when he went out, he woke up with his little Latino dude he was fucking, and he realized there was no more honey nut Cheerios. He went to the corner store to get some of the shit in his fucking pajamas. And then mm-hmm. he just happened to walk by um, he just had to be standing, you know, he just happened to stand outside of a fucking, it was job, just happened to stand outside of like the, like way the uh, little row houses and shit. He ain't even had his piece off. He lit a Newport and motherfuckers just dropped the stash from the fucking, uh, from like the second or third floor. Just oh, yeah, that shit. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he just got home to the Latin dude. Yeah, like that shit, man. Well, that's how I look. That's how I look at That's how I look at this shit. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's I, I mean, I feel. Yeah, I, I mean, it's uh, to me, it's obvious that Kyrie was sharing that as, in some way, shape, or form, support for Kanye. That's just how I viewed it, and maybe he wasn't, yeah. but the, just the timing aspect of it, because he didn't mention anything, so I'm, I don't want to put nothing in. It. I don't want to put words. Yeah, about and, that even, guy, so. and even if it wasn't for Kanye, that climate that existed, like mm-hmm. how dare this black guy talk about. How dare this black guy say the Jewish people um, got flaws and shit and that they, they, they be controlling certain shit? How dare he? Kyrie was like, hey, I've seen some shit. Let me, let me put the shit out there. So even if it wasn't exactly that, it was, you know, that climate. And it's funny. 
I wonder if it wasn't the Kanye type of climate where motherfuckers was getting so much praise for all you niggas that made all this money with Kanye was getting all this praise for like dumping them. Mm-hmm. The shit was going to get a little funny. I wonder if the Kyrie shit would even hit as hard. But when it comes down to it, Kyrie is a fucking star basketball player that just shared some fucking documentary about some fucking Hebrews to Negroes or whatever the fuck that shit was called. Some Jewish shit. I didn't think it would hit that hard if it wasn't for the Kanye shit to be real. Yeah, and there's certain, just to move the conversation forward, so now he's in this position while he's on this five-game suspension. He also has six incentive points that he has to hit where he has to meet with the judge. I think he uh, I know he donated $500,000. I forgot to what uh, what charity, Jewish charity. And he also has mm. to sit down with uh, whatever Jewish uh, uh, stringent that they convened for him to sit and talk with. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I forgot the other, the other five or four, but it's just a lot. It's you know a lot saying? of bullshit. It's a lot I of, think Stephen A. Smith, I think Stephen mm-hmm. A. Smith, Jay Williams, and I think some other folks might have said, yo, you're trying to shame the man at this point. And I'm saying that shit is fucking excessive. You acting yeah. like he was out there, you acting like he was out there fucking saying derogatory shit to Jewish people's faces. You be having all these motherfuckers and shit, all these rabbis or whoever the fuck say, have Kyrie come and sit down with us. We would like to educate him on shit. I'm like, fuck you, nigga. When motherfuckers be talking about evil fucking Jews, they ain't talking about fucking you rabbi giving the good word to your parishioners and shit like that at Temple. He ain't a head, talking a about head dog, that shit. A head dog will holler, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, they ain't talking to you. You know what I'm saying? When they talk, even when Kanye talked that shit, he ain't talking to that sweet Jewish community leader that's doing this. He talking about them motherfuckers They'd be having all that. They'd be all up in the fucking diamond trade, all up in the sports shit, all up in the music shit, all up in the banking shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. He ain't talking to that sweet Jewish guy that gives candy to little kids and does what. Y'all ain't talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers will talk about some evil ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? And they'd be like, nah, you know, and just, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's, a, a lot. it's just a hypocrisy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a and lot, I'm happy, you know. Not good. And I, I and every day I'm happy that I don't I don't have to deal with shit like that. I don't have to deal with like white folks and like fucking Jewish people and this that whatever trying to make me feel a certain type of way and shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever motherfuckers think about me or don't think that they keep to their fucking selves, yo. They give me the good praise and that shit, that's whatever shit, and they be good enough to fucking cover up the bullshit. I mean, I'm going off on a tangent, so just stop me, but it's like, it's like, fuck that shit, man. Like, it's, like, it's like, fuck that shit. I don't be in no fucking conversation with motherfuckers at work. I got friends. I know motherfuckers that you haven't had, like, real deal, like, racial conversation with niggas at work. No. You don't care. Shit. I'm in fucking Alabama. They... Fucking no, I'm in fucking Alabama, fucking Bama, yo, with my fucking how they feel about how they that is well, they feel that they are pure white people that they don't give a if they would have if you ever they would hear how they talk about all the other communities that's not of that exactly white country, he would literally be like, maybe we need to have the civil war and have them break over to their own country again. exactly because the shit the shit gets wild. And that's the, shit shit. Well. That's, that's, the, that's the shit at the end of the day. It's like like you just said, 
you take some of them motherfuckers and hear what the fuck they said in home at the at their house with children around. You know what I'm saying? With mm-hmm. like whatever the fuck, you gonna be mad because of this little shit. Like fuck out of here. But I, I'll say this: How about how about this? Do you feel that Amazon should take that film down? I feel like Amazon should leave that shit up there. Yep, so me too. Any anybody that like wants to see the shit can see the shit. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the conclusions. Yeah, I mean, unless the shit got like some super duper egregious shit where they like every two seconds say fuck Jews and like shooting Jewish people in the face and killing kids. I mean, and you know what I'm saying? No, just leave that shit up there. Motherfuckers can see what the real is and judge for themselves. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of shit, you know. But salute to Kyrie. I'm interested to see how this continues on and I know at the end of the season is a looming free agency so it'll be interesting to see how he handles his own career and how he and how the NBA views him going forward. Should have brought KD to the Knicks the shit when he went down like that. James Dolan when he gave a fuck yo. (laughs) Dolan when he gave a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um <clears throat> oh, what to some real shit that's about to go down Friday? And I'm starting with you, in because I know I want to know if you bought your tickets, but Friday, I'm pretty sure there's a midnight view somewhere, especially in the Northeast. But Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever comes out this Friday. And, and do you have your tickets already? Nigga, I got my shit for Thursday. That's why I said I'm pretty sure it's doing something on Thursday. Some mid, what, midnight show or something? No, it's the um, it's a because I'm off, so it's a it, it's a double feature. Mm-hmm. So it starts at twelve, so they can show Black Panther one, then they can show Black Pat, Black Panther two. Oh, where in West Orange? Yeah, uh, that one that's over there by excuse me, that little shopping center. Yeah, with a comfortable ass reclining chairs yeah, and all yeah, your shit. I yeah, know, yeah, I know exactly where you're going to. Okay, so yeah, so I figured out. Uh, a little little dining, the little dining shit. Yeah, it was yeah. still a regular theater when I was there, but yeah, the dining theater. Yeah, my man was bartending over there. He put a picture up uh, when he was bartending there, like uh, recently. It was like a throwback. He didn't step the shit way up. He'd be at the Friars Club and be doing like special events and shit. But that was one of his early shits. Make it Drake. Essex Green, I think it's called. Essex something like that. Yeah, that's what it's called. I wasn't gonna say it. I mean, I get. I mean, ain't a whole bunch of folks listening to this shit. I would get. Give, oh uh, yeah, my answer, like whereabouts <laughs> away, shit, like, like, they might be the one motherfucker that hate it and shit. So that listen, like, where you gonna be? Oh, he gonna be at that show, Alex. I'm gonna get him. Oh no, we good. Come through. No, we good. Come through. Come through. Come through. Relax, relax. We're not inviting none of that shit. But yeah, you gonna, gonna sleep that nigga to go right into the theater, and watch this shit. <laughs> Come yeah. back, that nigga still be knocked out. <laughs> They like, oh, officer, somebody in the ground? That's a shame, man. All this violence got to stop, man. That's terrible. Look, it's not it's not the whole thing about like like all right, some a lot of niggas act like street dudes, a lot of niggas act like squares. It's cool either way. But it's a very clear like line, like either you can like throw hands or you can't. There'll be a lot of people I ran into that act like they throw hands. They can't. I see a lot of dudes that look like they can't. And they can. So I don't really be trying to test nobody because I don't know who can do what or whatever. Especially over the, like the past, I say, 15 years since MMA got popular. 
It'd be a lot of little yeah. light dudes and training MMA since they was like kids and like, go fuck you up. So it ain't that. I'm not trying to be out here fighting nobody. I'm going to defend myself. But I mean, if you come to roll up me to fight me in the front of a fucking movie theater, like you got this ass moving coming to you, man. You already know I'm coming here put on some relaxation shit. So if you want to get beat up, you can get beat up. But I ain't got no ops like that. So my life is cool. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, just a sidetrack real quick because. As y'all know, I'm on um, Clubhouse a lot, moderating rooms, and the amount of internet thugs that are just on this. <laughs> I mean, it's a, I know it's, a disease, it's, every, it's, a I know disease. it's everywhere, but I mean these. And I'm I'm mainly only in music and sports rooms. I'm not in any type of real combative rooms, you know. But I know it can get heated when we talk about sports. But that's just how anybody is, you know. My team is better than yours. Blah 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 blah. But, you know, how it goes and how people just, it turns from <laughs> Michael Jordan, LeBron's better to, nigga, I'll fuck you up. It's just incredible, the testosterone <laughs> that overtakes us as a culture and where it just goes from zero to 100 real quick. And I find myself several times a week saying, you're not going to go anywhere. Like, you're not going to try. This man is in Los Angeles and you're in Delaware. You're not getting on a plane, and neither is he. So stop, as the young folks say, stop the cap. (laughs) It's crazy to me that you get that animated, that you're yelling into your phone, and you're just out of control. I mean, people just need to use some self-control. Maybe they they literally need to probably make weed legal in all 50 states so people can just mellow out some because the shit gets out of control. But I digress. And it's no, grown. It's, it's grown men. It's oh grown. yeah, no, these are grown men. These are I'm talking about grown men, thirty plus. Yeah, thirty like, years of age plus. You really out here trying to invite somebody to catch a flight and run a feed and just mm-hmm. come on, man. Stop. And I'm guilty. Listen, I'm guilty of it. I mean, I never tell nobody, but if you keep talking tough to me, I hate that. Don't talk tough to me. And I, I listen. I, I'll admit it. I'll go and pull the clip and let you hear what I told somebody. You know what, nigga? If you really about it, nigga, suck my... And I told him, now what? Now what? Now what are we doing? What are you? What are we doing? If you feel it, if this is how you have this much energy, now, at least from where I come from, them three words mean something crazy. So now yeah. I'm testing you. Now let's go. Yeah. Now, what do you want to do since this is where we are and this is how you feel? Now we're here. Now what? And... You know, it's a lot of quiet and are uh, you trying to be disrespectful? Nigga, I've been you've been trying you've been talking crazy for thirty minutes. What are we talking about? And but anyway, pull, I mean pull up they like chill, 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 chill. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, like stop that, doing that. That flight was two forty. I'm taking two forty out your ass, boy. More yeah. down the steps. Yeah, like stop mm-hmm. that. I even have to do one time say tell another dude. Yo, what's your number so I can FaceTime you so I can show you what, what's going to happen? I was like, what? <laughs> going to flash a gun? Nigga, you ain't shooting nobody. Shut up. And I was like, what? I said, yo, you." I told him, I said, yo. I said, my man, right now you downstairs and your mother's banging the broom on the floor telling you to quiet down. You downstairs in your tidy whities talking tough, yelling, and your mother's banging the broom on the floor telling you to shut up. Using Stop your mama, it. Using your mama yeah. electricity and your mama Wi-Fi. Yeah. Shut your ass up. Stop it. I'll give you a spanking. But anyway, Black Panther coming out. That shit just irritates me. Black Panther coming out um this Friday and we'll be back with the review um next week. <laughs> the show. 
Mm. Now listen, I'm going to Joe. Are you going to go see? Are you going to see? Like, do you have plans to go see it this weekend? I know. Yeah, I'm a plan. Oh, okay, go I'm gonna see it either tomorrow night or um, I might see it on uh, Friday. Oh, okay. Cause they got they got, they got shows they got shows all day tomorrow, and I'm, yeah, I'm I right no by plans. where when they stay there. Yeah, yeah, I have no plans to go. No, no, I I just don't I don't I don't like um I don't, I've never been a crowd person, right? Period point blank. Like I'm a person that'll get up early in the morning and be at the respective place I need to be at right when they open so I can get in and out. I don't like to be in big crowds. Like I have a time, you know, I'm a Costco shopper because I got all these damn children. But I go to Costco at a certain time, an hour before they close because nobody's there. I just, I don't like, I don't like crowds because I still have a New York mentality in terms Mm -hmm. of like the train and all the shit that, just typical New York shit that you, not that anything's gonna happen, you just always keep your head on the swivel. So I don't like a lot. I don't like big crowds. So I'm always looking around because I just have that shit with me no matter what. Just because just the way we came up. Not that anything was crazy, but just the way we came up and the environments that we came up in. So I don't do a lot of things. I don't do clubs. And if I do a club, like I went to homecoming just um, two weeks ago or whatever, like I had to make sure I was in VIP where I could sit comfortably and not be around, standing around a lot of people. Like I don't like, I don't like that. Because it, oh, it's just yeah, a, it's a thing. It's a thing for me. I can't. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a thing for me. I gotta yeah. be in the. I have to feel like I'm in control and understanding everything that's going on and can see everything that could possibly happen and see it from a while away. So uh, I'll, I'll probably I'll wait. Like I'll probably wait like two to three weeks before I before I go. Well, I'll, I'll say this: they literally got at this uh, where I live is like the, the real nice theater over here and shit like that. Right by the Westin or whatever. And oh, uh, I, I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Cause, uh, well, I'll tell you off. I'll tell you off mine. But go ahead. They literally and they literally have like about look like damn near thirty different screenings of this shit. I'm not gonna watch this shit in 3D because uh, 3D movies be getting their headaches. Yeah, sometimes. I don't like. I don't like. And, and that's too long. But they literally got like about thirty different shows. I just checked, and that's tomorrow. Like so, I'm gonna try to. So I might catch like a real, real late one. Mm-hmm. Or I might wait on Friday, catch like a real, real early one. I mean, Friday's a holiday, so folks might be there, but I figure they won't be there early. Oh, Veterans Day, yeah, Veterans Day. Yeah. So I'm kind of, and I'm kind of like you too. Like, only place I will stomach a crowd is probably a strip club, and I ain't been to a strip club in a minute. Do you? Usually, you know, that, usually a strip club. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I I, that's I, probably about it. I, I got a digression, and then I got a question. My digression is this. Like this inflation shit is pissing me off because I go to Costco like every time to myself and Costco and Costco and wait, I, no, I, like, not. I, like, I get it but I'm like yo I'm the point of me having this shit is to get more for my money mm-hmm. I'm still getting more but it ain't mm-hmm. as more nope I'm like fuck all this okay shit so up. let's let, listen let's get on some grown man shit for a minute so, <laughs> I'll just go off on this tangent for one second. So, um, chicken. My wife doesn't eat beef, and I don't eat fish, so we kind of have this thing going there. Only time we cook chicken and fish is if I put it on the grill so it doesn't have that smell in the house, right? So, 10 pounds of chicken. So, I have four people in my house. I have four kids in my house, plus me and my wife. So, so food, I'll shop in bulk for a reason, like you said. 10 pounds of chicken in Costco costs $30. 
during the pandemic, because the schools were closed, a lot of the chicken farms, because they had excess of chicken, started coming into the neighborhoods and going to the churches and just selling the chicken off the back at the wholesale price they were selling to the school. I literally right now in my freezer have 120 pounds of chicken, chicken wings and breasts. Jesus. Yep. And it co- and it was eighty da- it was it was eighty dollars for forty pounds. So I have a hundred. So that's a hundred and sixty. Oh, I went to public school. Pardon me. That's two hundred and forty. <laughs> <laughs> that's two hundred and that's two hundred eight times three is twenty four. That's two hundred and forty dollars worth of chicken and hundred and twenty pounds that I have in my freezer. Where to make hundred and twenty pounds? You can do the math yourself. On ten pounds at thirty dollars in Costco to the point that Ant is making. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm so such a I'm such a frugal shopper, I'll say that. That I have I have a BJ's and I have Costco mm. card. So I go to Costco for certain things and I go to BJ's for certain things because I get the I know what the deals are for what it is that I can get and before I will go to a Walmart or an Aldi or Lidl Light or whatever that other one is called and stuff like that before I go to those and that's just how we shop in my house because we gotta feed everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, but that's just that. Just, I just I didn't need to go off on that much of attention. But yeah, but that's how I. That's literally how I shop and do. So like, I won't need to buy anything until probably like maybe around April. I won't need to buy anything new. It's not even a wild tangent. You just kind of realize like, like I understand like the, how inflation is going and so on and so forth. And then, like, especially, like, when your job pays well, so on and so forth, like, it's not going to impact too much, not going to impact too much. Not. Then it keeps going up. And then you start seeing it, like, well, this used to be this, not it's that. And uh, Eggs, pack wings for this. And, Eggs. bro, these big chicken is out here Eggs. living. The price of <laughs> a dozen, I mean, a dozen eggs used to be, like, $2. Not no more, boy. When they're talking about some four ninety nine, I said, fuck this shit, man. And then you try to get cute like, I'm going to get egg whites. No. Go ahead, bro. You said it was what? Eggs for me, man. Mm. I said said it was the eggs for me. It was was chicken a little while ago. Like, I know it's the price, but it was kind of like whatever. But it was like eggs, because, like, when I'm on my shit and I'm doing good, I like to make my own little breakfast and shit instead of running out grabbing, like, you know, Mm -hmm. McDonald's bagel or some other shit. Or, yeah, definitely McDonald's, one of them shits like that. I can make my own shit, and it's like, never really care, you know, just put the egg in, a, I might order some of my groceries online for the most part these days, so I just throw the eggs in there and shit, then I just checked, I was like, wasn't I paying like a buck fifty or two dollars, and this shit said five something, mm-hmm. and I was like, huh, then I saw some eggs was on sale for like three something, like this the same, and I'm gonna get it, cause it's like, fuck that, you know, the, the, it ain't like, it ain't breaking me and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm single. I'm, I make decent money. I live in the Alabama fucking family and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I, I can afford my eggs, but it's just one of them things. And it's like, I don't know if it's ever coming down. And it's like other shit. You know, I just know it's like a couple other things that are like a buck or two more than they used to be. Even on sale, it's like, yeah, that shit. Yeah, it's a, it's, a lot, it's a lot of shit when you be out here adulting. <laughs> mm-hmm. And shit like that, but um, I don't know. That was the yeah. Just want to change it for a minute. Um, other shows I saw um that oh before uh, you get off before you get off mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just a, just just a call it the Black Panther shit. 
I'll, yeah, I'll definitely be seeing that show either Thursday or Friday. And I'm really, you know, looking forward to it. It's funny. I went online. I saw something about a double feature thing, too. I don't know if I'm, if I got the stomach for a double feature for this, with Wakanda forever being like two hours and 40 minutes. But uh, I'm going to definitely see that movie this weekend and, or this week. And I think it's going to be dope. Oh, I mean, I mean, let's be clear. I mean, the shit started at 12. I'll probably get to like 1.30. Like, I seen the original. I have my yeah. seat. Like, I ain't missing shit. Like, so I'm cool. Long as I'm in time for the, the second one, I'm all right. But yeah. I, it, it, it may, I know I said the other thing it was making the point of making. Uh, the question was, um, outside of this Black, outside of Black Panther 2 and Black Panther, can y'all actually remember a movie that was a cultural event that aimed kind of specifically for a black audience? Do the right thing. Um, I, I mean, that's the that. first thing that popped in my head. I'm sure there's others that was a first no, one that popped I, in my head. I think you might be right. Could it have been, could it have been Malcolm X, too? Malcolm X would yeah. be one. Malcolm one X would be one. I, I, rem, I remember going, I think it was probably the Royal Theater in Bloomfield. Malcolm X came. I went there with my mother. I was probably, I don't know Malcolm X. My swear it was probably like 92 or something like that. God, that place was a probably, shit, old boy. That place, a, place a yeah. I was about boy. to say you. I I even know what you're talking about. The the <laughs> royal. I, I nigga, I know the royal. The royal was a shithole. All hey, the niggas I think was it was the royal. royal or whatever. Yeah, but nigga was like 11, 12 years old and shit. And went there, and there was mad niggas there, and they had the police. Yeah, like they had police outside. Like it was a thing. My mother went to the police. Like, what are y'all doing here? No, so, you know, just extra security for this. And then she was like. And my mother talked real pretty and shit. She's from Montclair and shit. She was born and raised and shit. There. And she's like, why? They, 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 they talk to like, why do you think there's going to be a problem because it's black movie? But nah, I remember motherfuckers came out for that shit. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. you're right. That might, I mean, that, that came out after Do the Right Thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember, um, what's the movie with Ice Cube? Higher Learning. I don't remember what it was mm. like for higher learning. I don't remember Boys in the Hood, and I don't remember um, what's Old Dog, Minister Society. Society. I, don't, I don't. I don't remember if those had that had uh, the same impact, like you know, where people just went to the movies in droves. So I can't speak to it, but I know I, I definitely know Malcolm X, and I remember definitely remember doing the right thing. The right thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, and you know what's funny? Yeah, I vaguely remember, and I know y'all don't remember this. I remember, I don't know why, but that the first Batman with um, what you would call him as the Joker? Michael, yeah, Michael Keaton. Oh, fuck you know, yeah. Which call as the, what you would call him as the Joker? Uh, oh, um, Jack. DeVito? Oh, yeah, no, no, Jack Nicholson. No, no, yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Bro, yeah. I don't know why that was a thing in our culture. But the movie theater, was, I saw that thing like six times because, you know, we used to sneak in, you know, back in the day, sneak in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people were sitting in the aisles for that movie. Like, it was packed. And it was like, that shit was like a concert in there. That shit was crazy. I don't know why that was a thing for us back then, but that shit was a for sure thing, in, at least in Queens. Actually, in New York. Actually, New York, because I remember people talking about yo, somebody it was fights breaking out and they made so much money the first week and it was going crazy. Go ahead, Joe. You was about to say something. I said, I said, who was on the soundtrack for that? Was Prince on Prince. the soundtrack for that? Prince. Yeah, yeah, it was Prince. It was Prince. He did Party Man and all the other shit. He did the whole soundtrack. Yeah. That that one scene where I don't know what he was playing, but what was playing on his float during that parade 
But when Jack Nicholson was on the parade and he was coming down from that float, motherfuckers mm-hmm. was going crazy in the theater. It wasn't a rap <laughs> song. No. I can't remember the song. I don't know if it was a Prince song or something, mm-hmm. but it was something we all knew or something familiar. And I was like, yo, why is it? This shit is crazy. I, said, this shit, I, I thought this shit was. I said, yo, look how many people here. This shit crazy, yo. But yeah, uh, you, 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 you right, you right. I don't, I'm, I'm not that 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 shit. It was, it was something like special about that shit. Trust. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it was. That shit was weird to me. But anyway, <clears throat> um, let me see. Also, I saw, uh, somebody, I think I don't know who put it. I think Joe, you put in there the trailer for the Best Man Final Chapters. The first um, episodes will be airing, so we'll talk about it. We don't got to spend a lot of time on it, but. The mm. first show will it's gonna come on Peacock and the first show will air on December twenty second, but the trailer is out for the best man final <clears throat> chapter and the entire um cast is back with the original director and you know, I, I can only think even though the trailer is just a trailer, you never know how stuff is gonna turn out, but because of the gap between the first how good the first one was and then the gap between the first and second and how good the second one was and now there's been another gap and now they're putting it into a series, I can only I'm I'm just I'm hyped up for it because um damn uh I just drew a blank on the director's name. Malcolm D. Lee. Yeah, thank you, Malcolm D. Lee, Spike Lee's little cousin. He hasn't missed in terms of how he set up the gap between these stories and being able to reconnect the audience to the characters, even though it's in a movie, but now it's going to be in a series format. I I still think he has that ability to reconnect and has already probably been writing the story for a very long time that it will connect once again and will close this out. He'll close out he'll close out this series in style in the way we won't we won't be disappointed. So like I said, we don't gotta spend a lot of time with it because we're gonna well, talk about it some more. Yeah, yeah. Since you mention it, I can't I can't let someone mention the best man go by without me saying. That's one of my favorite fucking movies. I love romantic comedies and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and me too. That was one of the best black romantic comedies and best romantic comedies, period. It was like, niggas didn't even really have to be black. I mean, that attitude, of course, and, you know, for me and shit, but it was like, it was just such really good, like, storytelling and shit. And it was like, and it came at a time where, you know, we had that nice, con- it was a nice contrast to, the early and mid ninety black movies where niggas was in the hood and they was dying. It was like all these folks was like professionals. They went to college and shit. Fucking yep. chicks look good. Yep. You know what I'm saying this, that, whatever. And I was mad it took so long to make the second one, but that second shit, whew, that yeah, shit that hit was all heavy. the way. That shit hit all the way. That was a fucking beautiful movie. It was like, it was like, it was probably better. I mean, I won't say it was better. I think. All in all, it might have been even a better movie than the first one, but I won't say that because it's a different type of movie. I don't want to take away from the original. Shit, the original was so good. I think it came out like '99. I went to I graduated high school in '99. I remember I was spending the summer um, on campus because fuck it, they had like an apartment out there on campus and shit. Um, and when the dorm room and shit, and niggas would come over, we play cars and shit, we drank and shoot the breeze. I had niggas over there playing spades, drinking liquor and shit. Watching the best man. I was like, yo, you gotta watch this shit. Had on VHS. Had had a room full of niggas. Pause watching the best man. After that, we had left like on some late night shit with the sites and shit, because they was fucking up in there. And the bitches the shout to the shout to sites. Been closed a minute, but but we but niggas, we had my niggas there playing space, drinking, watching the best man, and niggas that didn't see that shit. Everybody was like glued to the shit. 
They loved the fucking movie. It was just one of them fucking, it's just, it's just a great fucking movie. And these final chapters, man, I, I've been waiting for this shit. And it's great. And, I, and, I, and I'm, glad, I'm glad that they're doing the series because I really felt robbed that we didn't get the third Best Man movie like a year or two after mm-hmm. the second one because the way they ended the second one, it was like, okay, bet. Fucking Quentin says, Quentin calls up Harper and shit. And Harper sit Harper's in uh in his nursery with, with Lance uh holding holding uh his uh holding his little baby girl and shit. And Quentin's like, Yo, I'm about to get married and shit. And it's like, oh shit, they just set us up with the sequel. And I feel like they was gonna give us a sequel in the year or two, but shit just fell through. So it's like a dream come true to me, man, to get a whole series of the best man. Fucking classic shit, yo. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's a mm-hmm. nah, that's a fact. I got a digression a in the question again, man. Okay. Oh, I remember uh, when it first came out because I was at the university. Uh, I was at UNC Charlotte, and there was somebody on campus handing out things like, "Do you want to see a movie tonight?" They were like, "Yeah," and it was like, "Can't tell you what the movie is. It will just have a test audience, and so on and so forth." So it's me, my roommate, his girl, and somebody else. We end up going, and the movie they ended up showing was The Best Man. Now that's a digression because it leads to a question. The reason why I remember that shit so clearly, even my kind of befuddled state of mind, is I remember the scene, I think, when the roots is what you want comes on. And Lance Thanks walks in the door. Yeah. And all the women who just lost their fucking mind. Oh, uh, chocolate! Yeah, when, I, mean, yeah, when they, I, was in they, the, I was in the theater for it. They yeah. lost their fucking mind when they saw mm-hmm. more Chestnut. And it made me consider, cause it was like the whole thing with Black Panther, the loss of Chadwick Boseman, so on and so forth. Not saying the nigga should be Black Panther's ridiculous, too old. But why wasn't he a bigger star? Who? More Chestnut. Well, I feel as though he wasn't a bigger star because... Let me see if you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say. Go ahead. Well, I was just about to say that they just didn't have the roles like that for him. Like, and he wasn't like that particularly that great of him. He wasn't a bad actor, but he wasn't like nothing special to me. Like, I was going to say because he got typecasted. But, uh, okay, yeah, that was kind of what I was about to say, too, what I was kind of working towards, because he kind of fell into the same type of lane as... Yep. Um, as I was going to say, um, what's, what's the Wayne Wade's wife? Um, Gabrielle Union. Union. Gabrielle Union. He kind of fell into, like, a go-to motherfucker for, like, sort of romantic comedy shit, and I don't think he ever really mm-hmm. got to step out of it. He was, like, he's just, he's just good-looking. So he was going to play in the fucking Best Man. He's going to play in, I think, Brothers. And fucking, he's going to play in... Um, the Wood? Uh, was it who could play wood? that? Nah, he went in the Wood. It wasn't that, was, uh, that was Omar Epps and the oh, nigga okay. that beat Jill Scott and fucking the nigga Tay Diggs. And he just didn't have anything that yanked him out of that shit. Like, even with, like, because like, from that, because from, like, the Best Man and shit, you got Tay Diggs who did a whole bunch of, like, different shit. But he did his share fair share, like romantic comedy shit. And then you got fucking like Terrence Howard who got to be in like different shit like this. But it was like he was just he was just that. He was just that he was he was that fucking that little chocolate eye candy and shit, just like Gabrielle Union was that perfect little pretty chick, you know what I'm saying? And they just like fell to them roles and shit. He did have like, he played in the one Major movie was that with um Steven Seagal on it? I have this vision of him wanting the snow on a tree. Yeah. Was that Steven Seagal? One of the ah, uh, yeah, it was. 
So it was one. I know. I know. I saw him in a in a movie that was outside of what Joe was talking about, and he also had the. Um, I mean, the nigga was Ricky. Uh, he was talking about Under Siege too. He was Under Siege too. Yeah. Um, the movie that we're thinking of, but he was also mm. in. Um, he was also in. Um, he had that show where he was a doctor on TV that was actually pretty good. And he was the lead. It was on. I knew um, that shit was last. But it's not. Mm-hmm. But it, it did. It lasted longer, and it actually they ended it. But they ended it. But it had a. It had a positive rating. It wasn't like. Oh no 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 no! I, I, I just knew it wasn't going for some reason. I just like. Oh no! I'm with you. Yeah really yeah we, we, yeah, we yeah we yeah. Yeah yeah. What, oh that's the name of it. Rosewood. That was the name of it. You Rosewood, said, right? Rosewood. Yeah yeah. It was actually a good show. It had a lot mm-hmm. of depth to it. It wasn't just built around. And he wasn't. It wasn't, he wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a black. Yeah, it wasn't a black show. It was like a. Open, yeah. It was an open show, guys. Yeah, but it's like you know, he just was kind of like in that lane. He did have that sitcom with uh that, that show with Patty Labelle. Oh, uh, Patty Labelle and um Vivica Fox. Yeah. Vivica and uh I think Dwayne Martin played his brother or his friend or something. I forgot. It's, it's called out, living, out, living. Living. Out, it's called out. It's called out all night. Out all night. Yeah. yeah. They had like a nightclub and the yeah, 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 I remember that. I like that show. Oh, I like Panda Bell, so I'm, I'm biased, but yeah, and shit like that. But yeah, now nah, I mean, I think it, for me, along the lines of what Joe was saying, I just think he got typecasted a little bit too much. But then you're black in Hollywood, and if those roles aren't coming up, and those are the only ones you can get, you can't. It's hard to tell him not to take those roles to without expanding. Especially, I guess he was coming up in that cinema time where a lot of our films were, you know what I'm saying? They were just black-led cast, and he was getting casted in that way, and he didn't get a chance to maybe mm-hmm. break out. Whereas maybe if he came out now, whereas yeah. we could look at a Michael B. Jordan is the Morris Chestnut of this time, right? And as Jonathan Majors is ascending, you know what I'm saying? And Jamie, even Jamie Foxx to some extent, you know, who is the most, without a doubt, the most talented man, black, white, Jewish, whatever. He's the most talented man in Hollywood. I'm going to say that every time because he deserves his flower. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I just don't think he may have gotten the chance that he, he needed. Because even people like Bokeem Woodbine was able to break out into different roles, which I was very surprised at because he sounds the same or he's the same character every time I see him. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, shout out to him. He had a long career. He's in his um, 50s now, still looking good out here, showing that black don't crack. And still getting a check, man. Still to him. And still married to the same, same woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think I saw I saw when they posted a picture of uh I think he has a son. I think he should show a picture of his son, like, oh, his son just as fine as him or some shit. And like and I had to say the son was a good looking guy. But that was his son. Yeah, yeah. His son is older too. Like he's got grown kids. He's not like he doesn't have little kids. Oh, yeah, no, not, I'm not mistaken. No, nah, not, not a kid, yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Um also saw a show that's about to drop on Paramount uh, coming up November 25th called, well, actually a movie called Fantasy Football starring Omari Harwick, um, Kelly Rowland, <clears throat> and Marcy Martin, who I think is a Marseille person. Marseille Martin. Marseille Martin. I, I'm, I'm watching her. I think she's going to be uh, one of those actresses to watch that's going to rise as she gets older and keeps diversifying, especially as a producer. And a writer as well. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a force to reckon with in Hollywood. So I, I champion her a lot. I but that's a, for release. You said Kiki Palmer. Really? Damn. I thought she would go further than that. You know why? You know why I say Kiki Palmer? Because Kiki mm-hmm. Palmer has gone a lot further than we did. Yeah, she did. And a lot of nah, credit yeah. for. I agree. So, I agree. So, that's, so I say if Marseille can go from all them years of blackish 
had that movie she had put out, um, Little. It was called Little. Or yeah, I never with, saw it, uh, Issa. yeah, with Issa. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Issa and whoever the fuck I was in it. I think that that she she but but you're right. Mar- there's something about Mar- something about maybe the time it is now, and Marseille already having produced that particular movie where he might think he might go a little further than Kiki, but Kiki then low key like made a really good transition and done some pretty decent shit. Oh yeah, no, no, no. the talk show and I've seen her on a lot of national commercials, mm-hmm. and I saw her little. I, I don't know if she's really making a play for that storm role. I don't know. Did you see her storm? Dressed up as Storm, really trying to uh, play that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she did that, if she was really trying to do something to kind of shake it up somewhere where maybe somebody could give her a shot, or if she was just doing that for mm. Halloween. I don't know if she was doing something serious or not. Uh, so, but either way, it doesn't matter. But yeah, so shout out to her. Before, but before... Oh, go ahead. Uh, just because, uh, just before we go to go to other shit, but I was just thinking about this, the Mars Chestnut shit. Like at the time, you had like a big, you had your Denzel, you had fucking, he was it. You know what I'm saying? You had Denzel, you had Lawrence Fishburne. Was Wesley like Snipes popping up? Was Wesley Snipes yeah, popping up at that time? Yeah, and I was going to get to that. I was like, when Blade came out, you got Wesley Snipes and shit, and Wesley was already doing a whole bunch of other shit. So it's like, Mars Chestnut wasn't as good as Wesley. So it's like, he wasn't going to be able to get the yeah, definitely black nigga shit. He's he not an actor like Wesley. So that was kind of the separation of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nah, nigga, stay over here and just be handsome and black and do your uh, on par acting, not subpar, but just like on par with this kind of shit. But right, because I mean, maybe if he was different, if if it was more Chestnut's time now, he probably would have been a love interest in um, Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but just to go back to that real quick, I wanted to—I was skipped over, but I wrote it down as a note on the heels of what's been happening with the. Um, with that best man, the final chapter um, trailer dropping, I saw a tweet. I don't know if it was, a, no, it was an interview that Tyler Perry was in, and he was asked about, which I think is similar to the best man, is Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry's best movies, which is his um, Why Did I Get Married series. Oh, and he's going to say that shit. And he talked about, and he was asked about, are they going to do a new one? And he said, well, I think everybody else is on board, but Jill... Is very Jill and Janet are very busy, so we could probably never get together. And I saw Jill Scott. So somebody tweeted Jill Scott that quote, and she tweeted back. She said, "Who busy?" She said, "Janet, you." And then she at Janet, she added Janet in the tweet and said, "Janet, you heard about this?" And Janet responded, "She said, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on." She was like, "She was like, Tyler, you need to call us." But I just thought that was funny, and hopefully, I, again, those are my. And maybe just because where I'm at in my life, those are my favorite collection of um, Tyler Perry movies. Uh, outside I, I, of um, outside of that other one where what's his name, Rockmar, slapped the crap out of a uh, what's her name over the over oh, the counter. It's my other favorite. I know it, but no, I'll say this, yo, them them fucking why did I get married shits. They was pretty good. They was pretty fucking good. I can't front it. I don't like Tyler Perry, but I like those right. two movies. I like I like good. I also like Good Deeds and shit. And um, but now those movies was pretty good. The only thing I didn't like about um the Why I Get Married shit was the ending to the second one. The ending was bullshit. I didn't like the ending. The ending and when what's his name died. The ending where fucking Janet Jackson shows up to this nigga job mm-hmm. and shames him with a tranny, which which now that we know about Malik Yobin shit, he probably enjoyed that shit. Well, hilarious. 
showed up with a tranny popping out of a cake. And then he storms off, hops in his car, and the car gets hit by a fucking truck. And then it's like, oh, this this thing, this bitch just did this, right? All because she didn't want to split the fucking royalties from her fucking book with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? All because mm-hmm. of that. And then at the end, they're like, oh, you know, sorry about the loss of your husband. Blah, blah. Oh, yes, it's been rough, but blah, blah, blah. Oh, someone wants to talk to you. Oh, I'm not trying to talk to anybody. Then the fucking rock shows up and he's in the suit and supposedly oh, yeah, he's like a millionaire yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So you just so you did so you just had this nigga it, it, it's like so you killed you killed this man's child by not putting the safety belt on him in your car and he died in the crash. You fucking used this nigga in your fucking books for years, didn't want to split the bread with him from the book. We're like, no, that's me because I wrote the bullshit. You shame him with a tranny and a cake, driving him to go drive and get hit by a fucking truck. And at the end, you get the rock in the suit that's a millionaire, and you a raggedy looking Janet Jackson. And that's another thing I like about that movie. I think that Janet looked real raggedy in that second one compared to all the other females in the fucking in the movie. But remember, she was, um, she was, um, that was in the middle of Michael dying. So there was a, if you remember, there was a lot because they had to stop filming because Michael died. Okay. Michael Jack, her brother died, so that that might contribute to it, I guess. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. That I know, I remember, because that's what he always talks about. That scene while she was she was breaking the glass and how she hit him with the golf club mm-hmm. and he like broke and broke his arm or did some shit because she was just it was in that moment she was mad at and all the emotion from her brother dying was coming out in that scene. That's why it looked so crazy. So yeah, maybe I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I'm just using that as a miracle. All I know is that Janet was not fine at all. I didn't see that. See Janet Jack. I just saw some old whatever shit. Jill with her fat self was looking real pretty and shit like she always does. Always, yeah. <laughs> like always all pretty and shit. Fucking uh, what's the actress? Uh, Tasha Smith. Tasha whoever played the, the crazy um, whoever played oh, the Denise. crazy one. The crazy one. Oh, oh, Tasha. Yeah, yeah. From um. She from Jersey. She from um, what's that shit? Camden. She from Camden. Yeah, Tasha she was looking good. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Tasha, she, she got. She got good. a twin. She got a twin sister too. Got a twin. Yeah, fucking uh, Sharon Leal that played um, Tyler's wife. Tyler Perry's like wife. Cutest, yeah, she was like the cute mm-hmm. one there and shit, just cute. And then um, that was all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like those. So Jill, Tasha, uh, Sharon Leal, they were all looking like good and like, yeah, it was like, oh, but you know. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, let me see what else did I see. I think I saw one more thing. Um, damn, I lost my place. Uh, oh, I saw something that's coming out called Bromates. I don't know. I didn't look into uh, it too much or something. And, Not good? And, and, yeah. and, and gay shit? Nah, because um, what's his name? For Snoop is in it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a show called, it's a um, movie coming out. I should have been looking it up while we were talking about everything else, but it's called Bro Mates. Um, Snoop is in it. Um, damn, what's my man from Chicago? Can't think of his name. Um, Rel. Rel is in it. If you know, you know what I'm talking about, Rel? Talking about Lil Rel? Yeah, Lil Rel. Yeah, Lil Rel is in it. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be dropping. Uh, I don't see a date on it, but it's supposed to be dropping uh, sometime in December. It's just about when somebody needs you, when you need your bros, all type of shit. One of them type of 
weird white movies then you know but it just stars um Lil Rel, Marla Gibbs is in it. I think she plays Snoop's mom, but shout out to Marla Gibbs, the GOAT. It's like that. Um, other than that, I think I don't have anything else under that. I think we covered everything on that. Um music, 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 music. Well, I'll start with this, you know, again, RIP to offset, but I did see something. I and, and wait, wait, let me just back up over. As more and more of the story comes out, like I I knew it would, because somebody was recording that whole thing. They have a couple, it looks like they have um, some people of interest in custody or they're interrogating it at the moment during the investigation. And there's these days you keep, every week you get something more of a still shot or another angle of a video um, of some man with a gun or his hand on a gun in the, um, in the picture. We saw that um, Jay Prince Sr. came out with apologies and so on and so forth and how unfortunate it is and basically in a sense distance distancing him and his sons and his quote-unquote mob ties away from whatever that situation was that happened i mean i didn't see it and i don't know if you guys saw it but i did see a lot of people said there is a new whatever their new video is there's a clearer picture of quavo screaming and then fainting when he when when or would take off your shot which I can't imagine, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just real life shit, which, you know, I don't I don't watch that type of shit or whatever. And so yeah, but yeah. I can imagine the pain that a, that a person is in watching, you know, somebody that you're responsible for, probably all your life as your little nephew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being murdered in front of you and shit like that. But, I mean, I hope mm-hmm. justice is brought, you know what I'm saying? Death to the cowards, that's all I got to say, man. Um, that's that yeah. one of these little gangsta-ass internet dudes. Like, I wouldn't have passed out. All right, nigga, cool. Yeah, all right, nigga, shut up. Man, I was, I was, shit. Man, that shit sounds crazy. Um, but one wife. thing I did find. Oh, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just about to make fun of shit, but go ahead. Uh, one thing I did see, uh, and maybe it's not odd. Uh, maybe it's just odd uh, for me because we are of the hip hop culture. Um, Justin Bieber is set to sing at his funeral, and maybe there is a relationship there. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I'm i sorry. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe that's just me. I'll just talk it up to me just being me. I just, I don't get it. But if that's what you want, that's what you want. God rest the dead. I, I don't know what's going on. Didn't that nigga have like a stroke or something? Who? Bieber or like some shit was going on with his face. Oh, yeah, no, he got some kind know. of palsy. Yeah, some kind of palsy shit where like, like you don't have like, feeling or control of like some side of his face, some part of his face. I don't know if it's a how terrible how like bad it is, but it's definitely a thing. What oh, I, I guess so. I mean All right, cool. I, I don't I don't know. God bless. Um and I say shout out to Justin Bieber, man. Justin Bieber, man. He's gonna perform there. They say Alicia Keys gonna perform at the funeral. Hmm. I mean, they did music together. I believe Justin Bieber and Migos got at least a song or two or three out there. I, I'm sure that they probably did. They probably did. I just, you know, it, it, it's just always going to be weird to me just being from the culture. I, I, it, it ain't no slight bit. Like I said, that's, I chalk it up to me being me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not not a big deal on it. Um, We did get the, uh, we finally got the, um, uh, uh, Damn, I hate when I draw a blank when I'm talking. What, a Drake, a Drake 21? Drake and 21 Savage. Um, her, her loss. loss. 
which I think yeah, is there. a dope album, which I think is a dope album. 21 yeah. Savage held his own and Drake Middle of the Ocean. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> but it's it's a good album. It's funny. I like the the mentions and the and, and I'll say it's a men's empowerment <laughs> album talking about bitch you left me as your laws basically and the way they put mm-hmm. the rhymes together. I will say this and this is just me and my super nerd hip hop shit that they need to um I don't know they, they, the music is good it's just that maybe perhaps and maybe that's just me being around Styles and Kiss so much knowing how to make a song knowing how to make an album with somebody together I don't know if they mm-hmm. meshed if it was the right mesh of two people to do an album together but it didn't seem to mesh the way that it should have but still the music was good and maybe him and Future meshed a little bit better because Future's melodic and knows how to come up with the melodies that Drake can follow whereas the contrast between Drake and 21 didn't mesh as well but the album was still the album was still good but that's just me being a super nerd and technical shit yeah I feel you on that and my, my favorite thing about the album was that Drake with 21 I knew I wasn't gonna get too many weird shit or too many songs that was just this nigga singing I knew he was actually gonna like rap you know what i'm saying which is the one thing like that you miss from drake like just like him just rapping rapping and shit so that that shit was dope but yeah 21 held his own a little better than i thought he would he did get he did get 21 to sing (laughs) he did get 21 Mm to sing on a um on a on a um on a song or two i will say this there is an album that I um, overlooked that I just want to go back to that Simba album and I know we talked about them before being the lyricists and now and I'm gonna say being from New York the lyricists are all on the west coast right now because <laughs> that Simba album is a problem and what he said the, and I just went down to Simba wormhole what he said the flex on um on that freestyle when he was talking to him about how he went in on Tupac was crazy mm-hmm. but that's a that's a, I just want to rewind back and just that's a dope album. If anyone hasn't checked it out, that's a dope album to go take um, time. check out. Say it again. Results take time. Yeah, 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 and great title too. Great title too, and it go and it and out and conceptually flows with lyric lyrically what what he's saying and why he named it that as well. Um, let me see. November eleventh. Oh shit! It's here. It's time. King Disease three. Nah, so we getting Wakanda forever, and we getting King Disease three. Oh, they're not gonna tell niggas. They're not gonna be able to tell niggas nothing this weekend. <laughs> so that's dropping. <laughs> um, I see that Offset is set to drop album, but I don't. I doubt if that comes out. I doubt. I doubt if that comes out. This it, probably, um, it get delayed. It's not time for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think we'll. I don't think we're gonna get that. But that's the only uh, things yeah. I see in terms of uh, in terms of album coming out. But I doubt. Yeah, I doubt if we were gonna get it. No. Anyway, but yeah, I definitely, I, um, we're not getting that at all. Yeah, because Bust was going to release his, but he said he pushed his back a week because of the funeral. So, his, oh, we'll see. Too. Matter of fact, maybe maybe Nas got moved back too. I don't know. Maybe it's a you know how hip hop that they'll do something like that on the Because I remember a couple of people that happened when uh, Nipsey passed. A couple of people moved. Somebody moved their release when Kobe. I know somebody moved their release when Kobe died, and somebody moved their release when Nipsey died too. So maybe we get that. Um. That's kind of weird. I mean, but that's me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, but that's just me. What? Like, like I under, like I would understand that in an era of like physical CDs. 
mm-hmm. in the era of streaming, like I don't know if we're really gonna miss much. I mean, like promo and doing shit like that. I understand, like all that shit gotta stop. But like, right. but like if someone pat, like if if it was like we need to, these first week sales are gonna say a whole lot about you. Like I could see some shit like that, but in this era where it's not really counted like that, or you're just basically gonna keep streaming your ass off. I don't see why it's that big of a thing. I mean, no disrespect to them, but thinking at it in like a business sense. Well, Maybe it's the, a respect, well, the funny know. thing is when when September 11th happened, nobody moved out. Remember that was when a uh, blueprint right. dropped. Correct. I know, just weird now, but I mean, it's the right respectful thing to do. So they <laughs> Yeah, and you have the ability to do it. Whereas with physical CDs, you can't. Once you ship, you ship, and there's a whole bunch of uh, logistical things that happen in order for it to everything to go off the way that it's supposed to go off and go off properly. If you hear me, I have to. Go, I'm going to pick up my son, so this is live and happening. Um, a lot. Nigga, in the ship, you got to pick a child up. Sports, sports, what's the story? <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to get me right. right now. We about to have a sports right now. Nigga, the, nigga, the Mexican smoked. I know Knicks getting smoked. I turn that shit off. You said what? Um, the Knicks getting smoked. Turn that shit off. <laughs> Fucking uh, and back on some net shit. We already talked about Kyrie, but they named uh, Jacques Vaughn. Shout out to him. He got another chance to be a head coach. It's probably well deserved, but they scrapped the email Doka shit because niggas are scared. Um, and other than that, you know, fuck it, man. Shout out to the Knicks. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is trash. Yeah, shout out to, to wait one second. Shout out to the Knicks for beating Philly and making Wallow and Gilly have to put Don Knicks jersey. Good. Shout out to them for that. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is trash. Um, the Jets beat Buffalo, and New York keeps on winning. I think the Giants want to buy this week, so we'll know about them next week. But mm-hmm. the the Jets beat Buffalo, and literally a game came out of first place, and they actually hurt Josh Allen and. By that happening, they could wind up, the Jets could literally wind up being in first place next week if Buffalo loses to Minnesota, which hasn't happened they since won't. the Rex Ryan time. <laughs> hey, listen, I don't I don't know, but you know, we'll we'll see. We'll keep watching and seeing what's happening. But other than that, I think we covered everything. I don't have anything else. And Joe, anything? Um, nah, you know what I'm saying? I wanna say happy birthday to my mother. She's been going almost fifteen years, but her birthday is tomorrow. Uh, God bless. Special day for me. I was going to take it off, but while I was a little shaking shit in my job, I was just going to just not do shit. And right. Plus you, got off Friday. But, uh, Plus, you got off Friday, too, right? Because yeah, from a government standpoint, Friday. that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, man. Other than yeah, that. Shout out to my mom. My mom's birthday is on November 18th. I don't know if we'll record before. Hey, but her birthday you. is on the 18th. Yeah. Should be, should be 80, actually. Ooh. And she's actually in New York right now going for her. Um, this should be the fifth year. I believe it is one, two, three, four. Five. Yeah, this should be the fifth year of being cancer-free. She had, yeah, she yeah, had uh, breast cancer uh, five years ago. A minor procedure, but, you know, they caught it early enough and things like that. But still, you never know, especially with her age. You don't know how these things work. So, oh, yeah. And my father, especially with my father having passed of um, cancer back in 2000. So. <clears throat> Shout out to my mom. She dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Other than that, as always, you, we, um, you can get at us on Better Than Your IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until next week, peace.